Okay. Hi, everyone. Good evening. So, um, the meditation tonight will be a combination of basic awareness practice and loving kindness practice. Um, before we begin, I just want to say a few words about the loving kindness um, portion of the practice, which will happen in the middle. We'll begin with awareness, do a little bit of loving kindness, and then end with awareness practice at the end. Um, hold on a second. I just want to make sure the mic is working. Okay, good. So um, the most of you have done loving kindness practice before. Maybe a few of you haven't, but I think this is be a good reminder, even for those of you who've done it before. So um, when we start the loving kindness portion of the practice, I'm going to ask you to bring your awareness to the breath in the center of the chest and just to feel this kind of, um, you know, this, this, the breastbone area. Um, um, just feel, just to, to to, to let your awareness rest there um, and, and feel the sensations um, that are produced there by the movement of the breath. Um, and then I'm going to ask you to bring um, to mind someone, well, actually a few different kinds of people, um, maybe someone you have positive feelings about, someone you care for, um, and then yourself, um, and then maybe even someone who you feel a little not so great about, you know, maybe who kind of irritates you at work or someone in the family who you have a little bit of a difficult relationship with. Um, for this person, I encourage you not to bring to mind someone who is who brings up really intense negative feelings for you, or or, or worse yet, someone who's actually done you genuine deep harm? Um, maybe more just like the the person who kind of like rubs you the wrong way. You know, maybe you don't even have that particularly good relationship. You know, it's close relationship with them, but maybe a colleague or a, a fellow student or someone who you know just kind of like I don't know something about them just kind of bugs you. Okay, um, that I think would be the the the, the most intense form of you know negativity I'd encourage you to to go for. Um, and then for each of these people, the person you care for yourself, the person who kind of like, you know, rubs you the wrong way, I'm going to have us um, repeat just a one-line phrase, um, extending kindness to myself or to this other person, extending kindness to myself, exactly as I am right now. Um, and I think that um, one thing that's really important to keep in mind as we do this practice is that um, we're not trying to um, make ourselves feel all like lovey-dovey. You know, we're not trying to make ourselves feel generate out of out of nothing some kind of um, emotion or something 
Um, and I think um, it's really more like, can I just um, regard myself or regard this as a person with um, acceptance, with a little bit of warmth, you know? Um, can I literally be okay with myself exactly as I am? in this very moment. Um, not can I make myself feel all warm and fuzzy, you know, not, not can I make myself feel kind of like, you know, googly eyed or something about this other person, like feeling like, you know, um, but really, can I just regard myself or this other person with, um, I think that's why I use the word kindness rather than love, because I think in our, in our, you know, culture, like love is, is so loaded, it's, it can be so highly romanticized. Um, I think it's more just like, can I just accept how I'm how I'm doing right now? Can I accept my can I look at myself with some warmth? That's it. Um, and I think one of the really interesting things about saying a phrase like that, extending kindness to myself exactly as I am right now, is that we will actually um, just by virtue of saying that begin to sense the ways in which we're not able to do that where we might actually be withholding a little bit we're saying yeah i mean maybe yeah okay like i can look at myself with some worth but not not this feeling i'm having or not not this this sensation i'm having or this thought you know or, you know, maybe if I was a little bit less, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I like myself, but if I just, I just wish I wasn't so stressed right now, you know, um, or so anxious or whatever it may be. It's like, you may be able to regard yourself with just warmth and kindness, unequivocally. It's definitely possible. We all have that innate capacity. And in a way, this practice is designed to invite that experience. Um, but it's actually highly likely that um, there's going to be some kind of limit. You know, there's going to be like, no, not, not quite. No, I'm not really okay with this, or I don't really. Um, it, it might be um, that, you know, you feel like you can accept a lot about how you're feeling now, but there's a kind of like thing that, you know, no, except this, I wish this feeling wasn't there. Or it may be that I actually find just, pretty much the totality of how you're feeling intolerable and you just you're you're not ready to accept it there's a whole spectrum right um if you end up realizing feeling that your heart in some way is closed to yourself when you do this practice that is the time when it's so important to remember that we are not trying to like um force ourselves to feel something we're not trying to override you know how we're feeling and and just like like just make ourselves feel differently if you feel your heart is in some way closed to, to yourself as a whole or some part of yourself or to another person the thing to do is actually just notice that and maybe perhaps even notice that closure of the heart that blockage of the heart itself with some kind of kindness and compassion. It's not about overriding it. It's not seeing that closed-heartedness as a problem, but rather, oh, okay, well, notice that. 
okay, my heart is a little bit stiff here. My heart feels a little hard to this other person, to myself. Can I just accept that as my present moment experience with a little bit of compassion? Um, okay, so uh, whatever your experience is, can we be okay with that? Can we regard it with some kind of friendliness or kindness? And um, and if we can't, try to be with that, with as much sympathy and kindness as you can muster for yourself. The truth is, most of the time, we are going to be, we just are in general, somewhat close-hearted, you know, to ourselves. And so, as always, meditation is not some kind of fantasy trip into some ideal state. It's always about noticing and accepting how we are as we are. If we are ever going to truly open our hearts to ourselves and other people, how could it begin anywhere but in reality with how we actually are doing, how we're actually feeling, right? Um, and I think it's important to note that anytime we say, no, but I, I should feel kinder to this person. Why, why am I so hard-hearted? Or what's wrong with me? Why can't I feel more warmth to myself? That is, or that, that's actually like a resistance, a certain kind of like subtle aggression towards the present moment, your, your experience as it is. And out of that kind of aggression, uh, that's the kind of denial, uh, that kind of resistance is never going to come the kind of compassion and kindness you're actually looking for. It can only ever come through acceptance of how you actually are. And so beautifully, there's no way to do this wrong, right? I mean, this is this is also, the, you know, um, so it's not about, oh no, loving kindness. Like, I don't know if I, I my heart, I just feel like I'm not feeling it today. Well, how about like opening your heart to that, that I'm not feeling it. I feel kind of bitter. In fact, I feel kind of angry. I feel judgmental. I feel impatient. Begin there. And where else could we ever begin, right? Anyway. Okay. So um, let's do it. And then maybe we'll chat a little bit about how it was once it's over. Okay. But um, so expectations, gone. Like, who knows how this is going to be, right? You don't know. It doesn't matter. All right. So um, please just get into a comfortable position. I think a really good way to begin any meditation session is just to take a few moments, even a minute or so, just to check in with how you're doing. So to start, just check in with how your body is doing. Notice the sensations produced by the contact between your body and the seat beneath you. How's the contact between your bottom and whatever is supporting your weight? If your back is being supported in some way, you could feel the contact between your back and whatever it's resting on. 
If your feet are making contact with the ground, notice how that feels, the contact between your feet and the earth beneath you. We spend so much of our days, so much much of our lives in our heads, in our thoughts, checking with the body in this way. It's a good initial way of just beginning to ground ourselves. Remember that we are embodied beings, not minds that happen to be in bodies. And then beyond these spots where the body's making contact with the earth or your seat, just notice how the body's feeling. Like, are there particular spots in the body that feel tense or uncomfortable? Just notice that. Notice how the breath feels. Does it feel deep and settled or is it slightly tight? Is it uneven? Just notice that, nothing wrong with that. Let the breath just breathe itself at its own rhythm. Just notice how it's feeling. And you might also notice if there are any spots in the body that feel especially alive or fresh. And then now take note of how the mind is doing. Are there particular kinds of things, thoughts, storylines that your mind seems to be occupied with, preoccupied with right now. Just notice. And then your emotions, your feelings, your moods, Is there any particular emotional color to your experience right now? Do you feel anxious, fearful, sad, happy, expectant? Again, just noticing, taking stock of how you are. Now let's begin the awareness portion of the sitting by starting to tune into the sounds in whatever space you may be in. Just 
See if you can hear everything that there is to be heard in whatever space you're in. Is the heating system or the ventilation system in your apartment or home, is it making any noise? Can you hear it? Can you hear the weather outdoors? Or the sounds that other humans or other non-human animals in your building may be making, scurrying around, going about their lives? Perhaps you can also hear the sound of your own breath in your throat or your chest. And sometimes if you listen very carefully, you can even hear something like the sound of silence, this kind of ambient vibration or buzzing in your ears. Just take it all in. And notice how when you get caught up in thoughts, you start hearing less of what's going on around you. When we are lost in thought, our senses start to lose touch with the world around us. We hear less, we see less clearly, we feel less. So notice the way that thoughts produce a barrier between yourself and the sounds around you. And when you notice that you are thinking, just acknowledge that and then return to hearing all the sounds around you. Now, please continue listening to the sounds around you in this way. But widen your awareness so that you are also aware of all the sensations you can feel in your hands, wherever your hands may be, resting in your lap or perhaps on your knees or your thighs. What kind of sensations can you feel in the palms of your hands, the backsides of your hands, up and down each of the fingers?
So we're listening in an open way and just feeling the sensations in our hands at the same time. And of course the mind will keep doing its thing. Thoughts will continue. And once in a while those thoughts will hook us and we'll be lost in a train of thought. In a fantasy, a daydream, planning, what have you. When you notice that that's happened, just acknowledge it and bring your awareness back to your hands and to the sounds around you. And now while you continue listening to all the sounds around you and feeling the sensations in your hands, please include in your awareness the sensations of the breath. You can choose to follow the breath in the nose or the rise and fall of the chest or the rise and fall of the belly. Any one of those three spots is fine. It can be challenging to keep your awareness on all three things at the same time, breath, sounds, and hands. And if you find that to be the case, just let your awareness move gently from anchor to anchor, listening to sounds for a few breaths, and then feeling your hands for a few breaths, and then following your breath for a few And then once in a while, see if you can hold all three anchors in awareness simultaneously, even if just for a few breaths at a time.
Are you able to hear everything around you? Are you feeling the sensations in your hands? And can you feel the movement of the breath? Now, as we move into the loving kindness portion of this practice, please let your awareness move to the center of your chest, the breastbone area, the sternum bone. And just attend to the sensations produced there in the center of your chest by your breath. For some of you, the center of your chest may feel quite tight and even hard. For others, you might feel raw or tender, or perhaps quite warm and open. There's no right way for it to feel. Just notice how your chest is feeling as you breathe, which may change throughout the course for the rest of the meditation. And as we go on to the next stages of the loving kindness practice, please keep your awareness on the breath here in the center of the chest. So to begin, I would like you to bring to mind someone for whom you feel deep love and care, very positive feelings. You might even visualize yourself breathing the image or the presence of this person into your chest as you follow the breath there. And notice how it feels in the chest and the body as a whole to bring this person to mind. And now I'd like you to take yourself as the object of this meditation. And thinking of yourself, 
Continue to breathe in and out of the chest. Silently say to yourself, may I extend kindness to myself exactly as I am right now. Can you extend kindness to yourself, not as you wish you were, or as you think you should be, but as you are this very moment? Extending kindness to myself, exactly as I am right now. And just that whatever rhythm is comfortable for you, please say those lines a few more times. And if you notice any ways in which you feel like you are unable to extend kindness to yourself, then notice that, become aware of that, and see if you can regard that, that very close-heartedness, with a bit of compassion and softness. This isn't about making ourselves feel a certain way, but opening to how we are in this very moment. No matter how that feels. Extending kindness to myself exactly as I am right now. Now please bring to mind someone for whom you have very positive feelings. It could be the person that you initially brought to mind when we began this practice, or it could be someone else. Please please bring the image of them to mind. And in your mind, direct this phrase towards them, extending kindness to you exactly as you are right now. 
and repeat that phrase a few times at your own pace, extending kindness to you exactly as you are right now. And now please bring to mind someone who rubs you mildly the wrong way. Maybe someone at work, a friend who's been kind of bugging you lately. Bring that person to mind and in your mind say to them, extending kindness to you exactly as you are right now. Not as you wish they were, but as they are. Notice how the heart responds to this thought. It wouldn't be surprising if it balked a bit, was unable to fully open itself to this person. If that happens, just notice how that feels. And again, see if you can respond to that hesitation, that close-heartedness with kindness. Extending kindness to you exactly as you are right now. And for this final phase of the practice, please take yourself once again as the object of the meditation and extend your self-kindness, extending kindness to myself exactly as I am right now. Do you find yourself dissatisfied with how you're feeling, disappointed that your heart doesn't feel more open? Are you judging yourself in some way? Please notice if you're doing that. 
and try to extend kindness to the very part of you that is feeling frustration, disappointment, judgment. Now for the next few minutes, the final few minutes of this sitting, please just attend the sensations of the breath in the center of the chest. Just feel the rise and fall of the chest. And when thoughts or feelings or sensations arise, grab your attention, just try to notice them with warmth, kindness, and gently return your awareness to the breath. Okay, that's good for tonight. Please feel free to get comfortable, stretch your body, get a drink. So I think this is a really this this the loving kindness bit is just a wonderful complement to the kind of awareness practice which is our kind of bread and butter practice um I think it's um it does I think two interrelated things um, I think it kind of sensitizes us to the ways in which um, our awareness may be a bit cold or impatient um, when we're noting our thoughts or noting sensations. 
it can often be kind of like colored by this kind of like clinical, you know, cold, impersonal kind of attitude. And I think, um, and also even just kind of a certain sense of resistance, like I don't want to feel, you know, um, uh, whatever my experience may be. Um, and it's like doing this practice, I think, the loving kindness really, I think can um, sort of like a foil, it can illuminate the way in which our awareness may actually be not, not warm, not accepting. And the other is, um, as related to this, is I think it can also just help warm up. I mean, it's like, sorry, it can open up a kind of in, intrinsic kindness and warmth that is always there as a potentiality. Um, but it's often obscured, you know, by our the way that we're caught up in the mind and in our judgments and our and our desires and attachments. I think um, this feeling of loving kindness or metta um, isn't um, something that we don't have that we um, need to somehow produce in order to feel. But it's actually something that's always latent, always there, but is rather like it's just generally more obscured. It's like covered over. And so when we settle, when we become, you know, deeply aware, when we enter the present moment fully, uh, um, I think this kind of kindness often, like just naturally, you know, is something we get in touch with very naturally. And so I think there's one of the, in very traditional Zen training, there's actually no loving kindness practice at all. Um, and the idea is that just simply, you know, immersing yourself, absorbing yourself in the present moment, getting, you know, um, kind of becoming freed of the um, kind of um, the shackles of the ego and the, and the mind, very naturally, compassion and kindness will be released. Um, and so it's not that it, this practice isn't, I think, absolutely necessary from that perspective, but I have found it like very helpful because um, in my own experience, I think practicing awareness just on its own um, can sometimes start to feel like a little bit of a grind or like a little bit of, I'm just, um, hmm. Yeah, like like I think that, like like clinical, like I'm 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 just observing my own mind or my own experience, but with a kind of certain coldness. And I think doing this practice um, has uh, like alerted me to that and um, made me realize actually there's a certain kind of warmth that was missing from the way I was relating to my own mind. And so the, I personally have found it very like useful to incorporate loving kindness uh, as a complement. To basic awareness practice but um but i think the thing is that they're actually just two different ways of getting to the same thing and so um that's why we're not it's in a way it's like what is loving kindness it's actually just about being able to be aware of how you are with warmth and what is awareness practice but being how you are without judgment you know they, they sort of come at, from different angles of the very same thing, which is just, can we actually just be with our life as it is, you know, without always trying to, you know, get somewhere else or get over um, 
get away from how we're experiencing? Can we just embrace the present, our life as it is? Um, so did anyone have any questions or would anyone be willing to just share how it was to do this practice? Um, which may not have been easy. So, I mean, it, I don't, you should, I don't think we should assume that everyone is feeling all warm and soft and, and open, you know? Um, so, um, if it was difficult, um, it didn't feel easy, didn't feel pleasant. That's okay. And that would be very worth sharing with others. So, just opening the floor. Were there any questions about what I said about the practice? And because I'm, I'm sure I wasn't as clear as I could have been. So, oh, Bill, where are you? Uh, right here. There, Bill. Hi, Hi Bill. Hi. Hey. Uh, well, I just got back from an HOA meeting before the. Uh, before the meditation class. And I wish I had had the meditation class before I went to the HOA meeting. I found myself being very judgmental, uh, loving the people that I really liked and, uh, you know, finding things that I didn't like about these other people. So when we went into loving kindness about myself or someone I cared about and loved, that was, that was easy. That's mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. But um, to have loving to extend that out to some people that I feel that are disingenuous or unkind or something was, mm -hmm. was very tough for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I really had to concentrate to stick with it. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's not like that uh, my life's full of conflict or that I'm really judgmental all the time, but I just thought that was kind of like an in interesting observation as we mm -hmm. went through the meditation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think we, 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 we've all been there, you know, and I think, Bill, the really important thing is not to, not to try to override that judgmentalness, right? And not to say, like, I'm, I should be feeling loving kindness, right? But really, actually, to attend to that very judgmentalness with some kind of kindness, like, notice the block, notice the tightening, and notice that with kindness. Um, and uh, And then I think you can start to get, you know, you can start to see what are the the different kinds of thoughts and feelings that that um, lead you to cut someone out from your heart. Like what is, you know, and what it what it really feels like to feel closer. Because you start to realize that, yeah, like we're not actually hurting the other person. We're hurting yeah. ourselves, right? By doing that. Right. That's, that's, that, that there's a, it's actually like intensely painful. To, to close other people out of our heart, even if we feel like we're being righteous, you know, in doing that. Um, uh, what's it? What's HOA? I should know this. Is I've seen uh, homeowners association. Oh, oh so there's okay. a lot of there's a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of grumbling and a lot of yeah. Uh, yeah. adversity and people upset and so forth. It's like yeah. going to a uh, political convention got it it was got it. very disturbing kind got of it. disturbing in a sense you know okay. so yeah. but uh now i can laugh at it uh, uh after going through the meditation i can actually 
uh, laugh at it. And I did extend myself to the people that I thought were, uh, you know, are judged as being ugly or are not uh, not concerned yeah. for anyone else except for themselves. Yeah. Uh, the, the meditation really helped me uh, with with that. Right. And you know what? I'm going to try to uh, do that. Do the loving kindness meditation before I go to another meeting like that to see yeah. if they're the, the contrast. Yeah. Yeah. Great. For me, that part wasn't too challenging tonight until mm. you get the line just as they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now we're getting real. So I appreciated that line and how yeah. it kind of deepened my wishing of kindness to this person. Yeah. And that could be hard even with people we love, right? Like, you know, our, our children, our parents, our partners, right? It's like, yeah, I know I love you, but like, I just wish you wouldn't do that. Or I would, you know, you know, like this part of you, you know, you know, and you see where, where the limits are. And it's very interesting. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, Marnie. I found um, tonight, I don't have anything unusual, but I found that tonight um, extending loving kindness to myself was harder than it mm. usually is and felt really, really challenging. And I was really struggling to visualize myself or to just to practice that. So I just wanted yeah. to put that out there. Yeah. Thanks, Marnie. Yeah. Hi, Bernie and everyone. Hi, Jaden. Um, I was excited that we were doing this today. And I think I was like thinking back to the first time that I did loving and kindness meditation and like the warm feelings that I got from that. So that's what I was kind of expecting this time around. But mm -hmm. I was feeling pretty restless, mm -hmm. I realized. And like my mind, I had a lot of thoughts. So I didn't really like... I wasn't feeling cold, but I wasn't feeling warm either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And I guess it was just kind of like interesting to have like a different experience of it where it's not like it was better or worse mm -hmm. than the other times I've done it. Just like, oh, this, this is how loving and kindness feels to me today. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons why I began, Jaden, with the um, the basic awareness practice to because that helps settle the mind because I think that's actually, it's like, so really interesting. I think, um, I just observation, which is that when we are not settled, when we're, when we're kind of agitated, the heart actually is, is hard to access, you know? And, um, and so, um, just when we think about what would it take for us navigate this world with more kindness one of the things that actually is involved is like finding ways to stay grounded 
right? Finding ways to stay settled. Um, um, and so it's actually, I think, really just good to notice, oh, a little bit more agitation makes it harder to feel like kind and warm towards others and ourselves. Yeah. Hi, Bernie. Hi. Hey, Jim. I'm glad you mentioned uh, the agitation piece. I uh, I was sensing I was feeling judgmental, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And when you mentioned uh, impatience, mm -hmm. it hadn't occurred to me that that's a form of judgment. Mm -hmm. um, that's something I was judging, something not being as forthcoming or coming quick enough. Mm -hmm. And so that was helpful for me because I couldn't um, quite wrap my mind around what the uh, agitation was. And I think yeah. it was impatience. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like discontent with this moment, right? As it is. It's like, it's, this isn't okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think also that awareness practice can also feed very deeply into loving kindness because like Bill returning to, you know, the kind of judgments you were talking about feeling towards some of the people at the, the association tonight. Right. Um, I think one of the things that awareness practice gives us is the ability to just see with ever greater clarity the way that um, when we act unskillfully or unkindly towards other people, how often is based on just our old reactive patterns, old fears, right? Um, and and we just we can begin to like note these like these causal chains like oh yeah i see i can see how like this this sense of like loneliness then eventuates into this or you know this sense of like a fear of not being good enough it leads me to actually sound pompous and self-important like when i'm you know when i'm talking in the conversation because i'm so anxious about my sense of worth or something you know um and and at first, it can be really like disturbing to see these patterns in our minds, right? Like we start thinking, "Wow, man, I'm really crazy. Like I like I just like a robot. I just act in all these kind of reactive ways and causing myself and other people so much pain, right?" But the more we can see that in ourselves, I think the more that we can start to bring that perspective to other people too, right? And we start to see that that person who sounds like an ass, right, at, at this event. Like, you don't know all the whole story, obviously, you can't read their minds, but you can just sense that there's probably like, surely some similar kind of story going on, similar kinds of reactivity, similar kinds of pain, similar kinds of history. And um, I think, so like greater insight into like, kind of the mechanisms of our own mind, give us a capacity, greater capacity, I think, to regard others with more compassion, you know, um, just like, you know, who am I? Am I am I me? Am I the solid self, or am I actually the the set of like different kinds of conditioning? There's different kinds of patterns, right? And like when we say 
right? You are an asshole. Like, you know, we're like turning that person to solid being, but actually they too are also this kind of pattern of conditioning and, um, and, and different storylines and histories, et cetera. And so I think it can create a really different relationship to, to others um, in that way. But it, 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 it goes together, deeper insight into our self and the fact that we're not so substantial, not so solid as we used to think we were, can help us see that others are, not, are also not. And so we can have a little bit more kindness for them as well. But you can't, it's, there's, no, there's no virtue in faking it. You know, it's not about putting on a smile, right? And say, oh, I should be nice. I should, you know, it's nice not to like yell at people and not to like, you know, but, and to refrain from that. But I think it takes time, you know, I think, and and I think that's why you don't want to rush over like the, the judgmentalness, the negativity you're feeling because that's where there's going to be so much insight to be gained, like studying. Why is this person pissing me off this much? Like, just because someone's acting like an asshole doesn't, doesn't, why does it bother me? You know, what's going on there? Instead of saying, I should be kind to them. I should, why am I, what's, what's wrong with him? So small-minded, right? Instead of like, huh, interesting. What's setting me off? So look at that with some curiosity and kindness and see where that takes you. I think, yeah. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody. So let's sit for one minute um, and we'll say goodnight. Okay, great. Okay, everyone. Thank you for being here tonight. It's good to see you all. Good night. Good night, Bernie. Thank you, Bernie. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you, Bernie.